0: Hey, everybody. This is Mark Potter. Welcome to another episode of Brushstrokes, a podcast powered by Canvas Magazine. Guys, today's episode is brought to you by my friends at America's Print Show. America's Print Show, or APS, will once again partner with industry manufacturers, associations, industry influencers, educators, and printers to expand on the great success of the inaugural three day event that was held in August, 2022. America's Prince show 2024 will once again be a partnership of industry segments. The show is positioned to be a collaboration of visioning and thought leadership, intimacy. It's gonna have nationally renowned speakers, experts. They've got some really, really great stuff going. And as I said before, these guys are focused on bringing back some humanness to a print trade show. Certainly, they want to show you the great exhibits and all the suppliers of our great industry, but they also want to make sure that there is some stimulating conversation, presentations, and some great engagement. So, put it on your calendars because it's for May 8th and May 9th of 2024, and it's being held at the Huntington Convention Center in Cleveland, Ohio. Again, That is Wednesday, May 8th, and Thursday, May 9th, 2024, Huntington Convention Center of Cleveland, Ohio. That's America's Print Show. You can find out more at americasprintshow.com. Guys, I am super, super excited to bring you a conversation I had with a gentleman by the name of Derek Chu. And Derek Chu is a guy who much like we have here at Conduit, built his business and had some challenges along the way and was better for it. He is the founder of Full Moon Digital and is a former early Yahoo employee. Full Moon Digital is one of the few 100% independent digital marketing agencies in the United States. The firm is cross-functional with deep experience in media planning, and buying, digital consultancy, SEO, digital strategy, programmatic, analytics, performance marketing, paid media, you name it, they do it. They simply push the envelope of what is possible in terms of marketing and technology, all while providing best-in-class digital marketing services to their pack of clients. And it's funny, I came across Derek because I'm so interested in understanding this whole concept of artificial intelligence and how it's going to impact our industry and and quite honestly, our world in general. And Derek has been talking a lot about humanizing AI, essentially making marketing more relatable with AI. I think that bottom line is all of us have some fears about ai and what it could do to not only our job security but possibly making things seem a little bit too robotic and eliminating what makes our industry so great and that is the human effect and so certainly a lot of us have heard about chat gpt and it's been increasingly adopted for marketing tasks, but as Derek will share with you, 66% of consumers want more human involvement in the design and delivery of their experiences. And in fact, 59% of businesses report that they see a reduction in revenue by using AI. So while AI is all the rage, here's a guy who's intimately involved in digital marketing and will tell you that it's all about his relationships with the with the marketplace. He's sitting here to say, hold the phone. Yes, it might be an interesting tool, but we need to humanize it. And I think we as an industry need to get our heads around this and start talking a little bit more about this. In fact, our sponsors, America Print Show, America's Print Show, will in fact have some part of their conference dedicated to AI. So you've got some people who are going to get our arms around this and see how it is not just going to elevate us, but take us to uh, a new path of revenue for all of us. So I think it's pretty exciting stuff and um, maybe not something that we should fear so much. Anyways, without further ado, why don't you give my conversation with Derek Chu a listen and enjoy it's just so interesting for me to have an opportunity to talk to somebody who is, I mean, I assume you're kind of immersing yourself in this whole thing, right? Rather than go, Holy smokes. AI is, is Mm -hmm. because let's face it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a scary gig for a lot of people right now. And, and so I get the sense that you're probably more like, well, no, no, we got to kind of get our arms around this and embrace this and, and, and understand it. But, Um, but I, I liked kind of your message in general, or I sense that your message is this whole idea about humanizing it. So what, what first, so when this AI thing has started to crop up and it's obviously reaching a kind of a bit of a crescendo here or a peak, um, what was your mindset in terms of your industry, your business and and Mm in your agency and, 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 you know, why did you think I got to get my arms around this whole thing?
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? So when it comes to marketing itself in the digital space, there there's there's been a lot of tools and a lot of software over the years that um, threatened to replace or displace marketers, mm-hmm. right? So if if you if I if I go back, you know, just a few short years ago, you had a lot of you know, pay per click automated software coming to market. So. So, so the big big names like, you know, Shu and Maren, which is um, Entrance, now Sky, um, and, and Espresso, and a lot of these automated tools that claim to do your job for you, mm-hmm. get you better results, right? Mm-hmm. Get you supposedly real-time optimization. Uh, when those came into market, you have no idea how many PPC marketers that I spoke to were freaked out because... You know, they're saying, hey, look, the company just has to install this and everything will be automated and and you'll get better results. Well, five years have passed, right? Mm -hmm. There are still hundreds of applicants for PPC jobs out there, thousands. So, you know, just putting things in context and especially for, you know, someone like myself who have been through so many years of of evolution of platforms and digital tools, the fear is a little, probably less. It's, it's more cushioned for me um, than someone who, let's say, just started doing marketing six months or a year ago. Right. All right. right. Um, so I've seen that evolution. There's it's, there's not as much to hear as people make it out to be because the way AI works is it's binary, right? It's, if something is good, keep on doing good and keep on tweaking and learning the right path. If something is bad, well, stop it. Right. So it's very binary. So when, when we talk about humanizing AI, we're talking about, well, the AI knows if someone's going to buy something or not, right? But the AI doesn't know about my personal life. Right. So, you know, and, and to do that, and I've told this to many, many <clears throat> peers as, as we talk, like AI will never interview me like you do. Right. We will never talk about what we like to do on the weekends, what we like to do with our families. I mean, all those—if you think about it—all those influence your purchase behavior. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I, you know, I wonder. It's interesting because you know, before we started doing this, you and I were talking offline about even the resilience, right? That that you have in your business within your agency that came from the time that you started it, right? So I, I'm just thinking back to just what we were talking about this. In some respects, because change has come so fast in technology, maybe culturally, we're, we're almost a little bit hardened to it, right? I mean, but like you said, I mean, when, when all these these do-it-yourself technologies or do it for you technologies were coming on board. At first, it was scary. I wonder if there's a little bit of that. I, I do, I mean, I do sense some some fear, right? Because there's a lot of publicity about AI eliminating all these jobs and, and have you. But, but I wonder if maybe we're a little bit more resilient. I, obviously you are, but I wonder if in general if we are. And, um, and, and we can realize what I think your, your message is, is that look, we, we got to keep this. Keep this real. We're this is gonna keep this humanized, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, look, out of out of a thousand marketers when AI comes into play, there will be some replacements and displacements. That's guaranteed in, in, in any kind of technology evolution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'll probably get crucified for this, but the ones who are displaced were probably the ones that were not keeping up with technology in the first place. Right. Right, right. So it takes, like you said, it takes it takes perseverance. It takes a lot of kind of you know the always game on mentality. No, yep. right. To to keep up with trends, to so even even if you just dabble and know about it, right. That's that's probably eighty percent better than the next person. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. We had, I was talking to a client uh, a couple months ago, and we're talking about content. And I was pitching the client an upsell on on content marketing, mm-hmm. and 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 the, and the client hit me with the question, "Well, dear, you know, with, with this chat GPT stuff, like we could create content ourselves. We just have to know how to use the tool, and we can train our in, internal managed marketing person to to use the tool. Right. And and I, I thought, okay, well, I see where this is going, right? And and the client said, "Well, do you use Chat GPT for your client's content?" Right. So I felt okay. I felt I could either say, "Well, we rely on that." I could you know I could go so many directions. Um, but all I, uh, but I basically said I told the client I said, "Well, the reality is that we use GPT, but as a tool, right? Right. And It is not going to replace any of our team members because the one thing that Chat GPT do not have is empathy and emotions." right exactly and i don't think that goes out of style right you'll never right your
0: business from the day you built it to 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 now is predicated on relationships and i like you said earlier i it, it can't tell you about you it doesn't know about you your family your feelings all that kind of stuff and i just don't see that ever going out of style and i and and And, and so, but I don't want, but you don't want that to be defensive either. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm shouting at the mountaintops, what chat GPT can't do, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that's certainly the shortcomings, but, but you, but you, what sounds like you're saying, you know, you want to wrap your arms around it. There are places there's, it's got some utility, but it's never going to replace personality. It's never going to replace the depth of our connection. Am I right?
1: Yes, so so you know, balance—it's really kind of a critical mindset and component to this entire coexistence of AI and humans. Yeah, right. Um, You know, there there are there are you know advocates of AI to say no, 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 no. AI is going to just take over everything and it's going to do everything for you, and then you have on the other extreme where it says nope, humans will never succumb to the you know the barrage of this AI you know, um, you know, war, but there, there's, there's, I, I, I'm very confident there's a happy me, like middle ground where AI and humans can coexist in terms of augmenting each other's capabilities, right? Right. right. Um, I feel like AI is good as a speeding things up so that the human side can actually make better and better decisions. Um problem the human side of things right yeah i see that you know it's interesting
0: derek i, I because now that you're saying that i actually can uh, see that in my life where I, i've used chat gpt for example to do some organizational stuff right it can it can script and outline some stuff it's not it's going to be a little antiseptic but it's good all right, right? so it can it can get some stuff organized for you and structured for you and 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 it's interesting that you say that because I do think it frees me up to do what um not only I love but 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 I think what people crave and that is this right connect because this is yeah, where this is where growth comes from it, you know it's where learning comes from it's it's when you're talking about this from from a place of experience and then being able to share. You know, to share a story like that of a client, it makes it real, and and I think we're still kind of craving that. And I and I, I just feel like this has got to be a little bit of a crusade, and that's why I think it was so interesting to hear from you. What, what? So, if you said for marketers in general right now, because let's let's big let's face it, there's a lot of marketers that they there are some that want to embrace this. And, 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 but then there's others that are fearful of it. What's your advice to, to, to both groups?
1: Well, the ones that fear it, um, you know, the, the majority of them are afraid of being, of losing their jobs, mm-hmm. right? So to, to that group, I'd say, you know, we'll buckle up, you know, and really kind of hone your skills mm-hmm. and, and evolve with technology. Right? So instead of being afraid of ChatGPT or BARD, or, I mean, I think that right now there's probably already dozens and dozens of generative AI spin-ups, right. Right? Um, and only a few will survive. <laughs> um, but instead of fearing it, really studying and taking the time to understand how it can actually help you become a better marketer. Right. 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 Um now the ones who are wanting ones to go all in on that, I will remind you of Google Goggles. I will remind you uh, of you know, the first ecompets.com time errors. You know, there's a lot of first adopters that go all in. And here's what gets after three months of ChatGPT being announced and being available, we are seeing experts everywhere. Right. Right. I have been doing paid media digital marketing for over two decades, Right. I still am bashful calling myself an expert, Right. all right? And I still don't consider myself an expert, I consider myself a continuous learner of digital marketing. Right. So for those who go all in and claim that they're experts and they can figure things out and automate everything for their clients or for their systems, I'd say, you know, uh, a slice of humble pie is something that we don't mind serving you yeah i love that i really love that and
0: and and the reason is because it's one it's so true right people just start to it, it like it's a race to market themselves as mm-hmm. this expert and you know the challenge is something else could follow quickly behind it right and things change so quickly and you're you're defining yourself by this this tool. Whereas you are probably more defined by the people that you serve, right? And in the, in the understanding of the markets that you serve. And, and, and my guess is that great marketers have that mindset and yes, the tools may come and go and, and mm-hmm. certainly the but, but the, those who have the better understanding of the, the client base, are the ones who win? Is that is that fair?
1: Uh, yes, and I'm, I'm biased, very biased towards that because I have kind of built Full Moon as a people agency, right? As an agency that is agnostic to tools, agnostic to software. It, it's 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 about hey, you know, client, Mister Mister Client says, client, what is your objective, and how can we use the right tools to help you accomplish what you need to. Mm-hmm. regardless of what they are right if it's Ch- if it's chat gpt sure by all means let's do right but if it's if it's excel sure let's use excel um, it, it's really those to to, to to me to my team to everyone that i've spoken to I, i'm always going to hold my ground that no matter how awesome a tool might appear to be it is merely a tool and if you put in garbage in garbage out regardless of what you do right, right. Um, and, and at the end of the day and it's the understanding of the human side that will really uh, help you succeed right I, I I really love that and and
0: and I think that's the place to start with right that's the place to start from is that the the client the marketplace is is everything and and um but let's let's talk tactics let's talk so that's that's where you start strategically that's the mindset that's your that's that's how you built your agency mm-hmm. Uh, your your familiarity with this ai and how you're using it today how does that translate to um could you talk a little bit about how you've got it like you just said garbage in garbage out the whole creativity can you speak to it tactically or or even share some thoughts on or examples about how you've got to in use that human creativity along with it
1: yeah yeah of course so um and then you know, I'll, I'll share everything. There's no secrets in digital marketing. Everyone uses Google ads, everyone uses Google, everyone uses the same platforms, right? Right. right. Um, so so when 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 GPT came out, you know, we were all I said, hey team, just go play out of yourself, go learn, right? And Mark, well, you'd be surprised. Everyone came back with their own opinions on how Chad GPT should work. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, first of all, we don't know everything. <laughs> so let's just put that on the table, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's just have fun with these marketing tools and really see what we can kind of, you know, create. Right. Um, and as time went by, um, when you allow your when you allow your team the autonomy to go test to go play with tools, they come back with really interesting things, right? When you don't put them in a box. Right. So, um, over time, over months, ideas started coming from the team and say, "Hey, Derek, like we can try using ChatGPT for." A B C, you know, items and, and one one of the things that really was intriguing to me, and it seems it's so basic, um, but I feel people jump over that because it's like yeah, it's too basic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is comparing Chat GPT ad copy, right, with with the human ad copy, yeah, right, and see which one resonates better. And there's no shame in losing to an AI, right? Yeah, uh, Big Blue beat a lot of chess players. Uh, so uh, it was it, that was the interesting part, right? Now, with our clients, we can't say that, oh, it works for client A, therefore it must work for client B. Right. So we are actually in in the process of meticulously testing one plan at a time, campaigns at a time. It's slow. It's very slow. Now, AI cannot speed up budget, right? So a client only has X dollars to spend on month, whether it's 5,000 or $500,000, right? Right. AI cannot create more budget, for you, But AI can serve as a tool for you to test, right? And and we're doing that as a very uh, tactical approach, um, you know, almost almost at say super boosting A/B testing, right? Because yeah. if, if if you have four humans create copy, there's a very high likelihood that they all think the same way for the clients, right?
0: Yeah, that's actually that's a, that's a really good point. Um, and and I and I think that's that's what it's it's supposed to be. I mean, I have I have a client who uh, literally told me this morning that that hey, they can't they're banned from using ChatGPT, the whole organization. And so there are some people that are fearful that it does lose a little of that humanness, right? That it's 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 not in, engaging enough, and I feel like. Um, so that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I also think that if somebody's going to adopt it, it's going to get a little bit stale, and and I'm not and people can just start to tell like that wasn't written by anybody, right? And so, personality sometimes comes with our flaws. It, and, it does, and, right? And I yeah, and, and so that's why I think it's so important that your your is, Hey, it's a it's a tool. You can play with it. You can test with it. There's some places that it makes sense, but it's it's never going to um, it's never going to replace you.
1: Yeah. No. Well, here I mean? it, it is. But uh, you know, here, here as, as we talk through this, here's here's a, a scary thought for um, an industry that potentially may not have, may not need as much human emotions in writing aspect of things, right? Mm-hmm. Technical assembly instructions. All right, you, you go to you know whether you go to IKEA or you go you order something from Amazon and you have this manual of step one through step sixty on how to right. put things together. Yeah. I can see ChatGPT doing that. One hundred percent. Right, 100%. and that's a lot of people in that writing space and do technical spec writing. That could be in in jeopardy. And in some ways, it forces people to be. I, I, in some ways, it
0: actually forces people to be more human, if you think about it, right? I mean, are we really supposed to be pounding out that kind of drivel? I mean, I, I you know, that that's fairly benign. And and I think that the creative human spirit is something that we don't want to lose. Um, and maybe with this whole push of AI, there might even be a push back to humanism. You remember... Do you, I don't know if you you probably uh uh ever watch a Seinfeld uh episode there was a guy uh, so like the George Costanza uh and if you've ever watched that there was a there was an episode where he decides to do the opposite of everything that comes naturally to him cuz everything I think there,
1: I I think I remember that yeah, yeah. I remember that this out yeah
0: he, he basically orders a different sandwich he goes up to a woman and talks to her and and ends up getting he tells steinbrenner everything he he you know what's wrong with the team and he ends up getting the job with the yankees and it was hysterical right and it would, and the, and i thought the moral of the story was in some respects don't necessarily follow the herd you know do do the opposite and 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 i feel like in a lot of ways ai there's going to be a lot of people who go oh i guess this is the next thing i better follow it and yet aren't the most creative ones the ones that say that's that's fine, I'm not going to discount it, but I, I I'm still about connecting more deeply on a more intimate level. Is that is that fair?
1: Yeah, um, it it does resonate a lot with what we do here, right? Um, and and <clears throat> especially when we bring on new new, new people, new team members, or new tech members who have been working in larger companies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always the, well, we did this there. Well, great. Keep it there. Right? No. Um, you know, we, we are here because we are different, intentionally different. Um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, you know, one of the things, and so we, I always get into a conversation with prospects, you know, who wants to work with us and say, Hey, like, what's so different about Full Moon that we can't find other agencies? So right. I'm like, well, it's, it's not that difficult guys. So it's like, well, we only take on seven new clients a year.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So that is a total anti-agency approach because I've been in agency role. I've been in-house where you just have to just pile on as much as you can to build the top line. Mm-hmm Right? Uh, but I've also been on that receiving end of overburnt.
0: hmm
1: So, you know, it's like, okay, well, everyone's doing that. Great. I have been, that. I know. How to prevent burnout, which is the number one agency killer.
0: Right, right, hundred percent. I that resonates with me because I, I think that it goes back to something you said earlier, and and or certainly the message that you were sending, and that is, you're defined by the people that you serve, and in some respects, right. If you're, if you, if I said to you. All right, Derek. Well, who do you guys serve? And you said, well, anybody who's got dollars to spend, right? Then at some point, you you don't really mean anything to anybody. It, but if you say, listen, and, and if somebody, it, it's the old elevator story, right? I get into the elevator, and and somebody says, turns to you and says, Derek, what do you do? And it's like, you know, and you go through all the different things that you do from a tactical standpoint. That's when they go, eh, all right, yeah, somebody else can do that too. But if it's different, if your answer is more about, well, I can't really explain everything I do per se, I can tell you about the people that we serve and who I stand for. I mean, to me, that's powerful. And that's kind of what I got from you earlier. And and I feel like that whole message is when I don't, it doesn't really matter. AI might be the great, this tool, but if that is, is what matters to you, it, is who you serve, and I define myself by that. That's powerful stuff. Sounds like you, yeah. you guys, share that internally a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, hundred percent agree with you on that. Uh, it, it's uh, look, if, if if AI is the only thing we fear now, let, let's buckle ourselves because in the next five years, ten years, there's going to be something new that's going to come along, right? Right. Um. So there, there's really no time to fear everything that comes along that can potentially threaten your job or your existence. Um. I I rather lie team, my clients and anyone I talk to, invest that time, redirect that time into how do we evolve ourselves. Right? right. Um, one of the philosophies of our team is um, you know, so I've been in companies where they do a lot of personality testing, strengths, weakness gaps and all that stuff. Right. So the the popular test is to find your weaknesses and be like, okay, well, how can we pay you someone who's good at that and mentor you? Right. Right. Uh I totally do not subscribe to that. Uh, I, I am of the mindset of let's find people who are good at what they do. Instead of investing in, in trying to take someone from not good to good. Mm-hmm. If we find someone that's good, we can now use that time more effectively taking that person from good to great.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, you know, and that's, and you got to kind of dance to the beat of your own drummer in that respect. And, and, Again, we hear all those kind of mantras. That's a, I, I think that's a, that's a really, really good point in terms of, hey, let's, we're trying to get stuff done first and foremost. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the leadership, you, is all about the, the, the customer. Let me, let's get this done. And then when you, and, and, and if everybody's pulling in that direction, the purpose of the organization will set the culture. And if they don't want to be part of that, then they, you know they'll make the choice themselves, I
1: suppose. All right, and and that's okay, right? right? No, not everyone's cut out to be in SWAT. Not everyone's cut out to be a firefighter, right? right. You, not everyone's you know going to be an astronaut, but a lot aspire to be, right? Absolutely. But no one, no one's willing to go through the training to get. Yep. Let me ask you before I let you go. Let me ask you, um, uh, what do you think? What?
0: Let me tactically. What do you think? Some of the Industries uh, or businesses that are really going to be adversely affected by this whole AI thing. Oh, that's uh, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah, I just
1: uh, wonder what businesses. I mean, you know, you talked. I mean, I mean, I customer already, customer service. Yeah, customer service will be affected. All right, um, you may not need fifty people in your call center anymore uh, if you're able to connect up a very good self serving system. Right. Uh, and then that's already started, right? If you look at all those web chat boxes that existed yeah. many years ago, right? that already took out a percentage of customer service. right? Um, and then now you have AI that can actually carry on in conversation. Now, yeah. I remember when I was in college uh, at IU, I was actually learning how to program AI interactions on the Sun Microsystem computer. Wow. All right. Um, the only problem back then was AI doesn't remember what you tell it. Right. So, but now with chat GPT, the ability to retain what you told that AI system for the AI to continuously have a meaningful dialogue with you. I, I don't say conversation because we have a conversation, right? Right. AIs, AIs have dialogue with you. Um, right. Uh, that could potentially def- uh, hurt uh, or, I guess, you know, kind of take a chunk out of customer service, um, uh, kind of industry as a whole.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And obviously, some of that stuff that you were talking about earlier, where you're doing some technology writing, that kind of stuff. But um, that's interesting. What about, um, talk about campaigning, if you will, or putting together campaigns, you know, and personalization. One of the things that I saw, is is like you said earlier garbage in garbage out i, I can't just say hey chat GPT, write me this letter or i can't you know or do that i mean it just doesn't do it I, I found that if i've ever used it i've literally gone to painstaking efforts to 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 explain kind of what i'm looking <laughs> right i'd probably, <laughs> probably could have written it i could have written it already right Yeah, yep and then it, it spits it out and so that's why i can't ask it to write but I ask it to organize. And so, um, but that does that, that is interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you are giving it a very specific set of guidelines and rules, right? Mm-hmm. Now, all right, so in the in the assembly line for auto companies, manufacturers, mm-hmm. right? All those robotic arms, they're AI. Yeah. Right? They know when to stop, where to stop, precisely, micro measurements. Uh you don't just plug in that robotic arm and say, go build a car. Right. You still give. You still spend thousands of hours building instructions into programming it, into you know fine tuning it, um, and and making it, a, you know, giving it the right instructions to do the job. Right. So in your in your example, Mark, you kind of kind of made a very good point there, where you know AI exists in, in, in the form of Chat GPT as we're talking about now, but you may be spending 30, 40 minutes telling it what you need done. Right. Right, and during that time, you probably realize, I have just came up with my own idea. Chat GPT just packaged it for me to look really nice.
0: I think that's a really interesting point, right? Because y- y- you might actually be using it almost as, um, y- you know, you're you're bouncing it off Chat GPT. You're, it's like a sounding board in some respects, right? Yes, it's it's it can help you clarify some thoughts, and and but I it's funny because I've used it in kind of in that way. And I usually, you know, there's times when I've, you know, I might do a, a a client update note and I'll say, Hey, here's what I want everybody to know here. You know, their files are going to be due here or blah, 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 blah. Right. And it'll spit this thing out. I'm okay. But I'll go back and I edit it. So it's almost, it is kind of almost like just a sounding board and an assistant. I mean, you can use it in that respect, right?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. You're right. Um, and I think different industries will have, have a version of the sounding board with ChatGPT. Yeah. Right? Uh of course if you're an architect, you may not you might want to steer away from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but if you are in writing, if you, you know, writers may actually, you know, I mean I say writer I mean, hardcore, like, you know, scholar. Level writers may shy away from ChatGPT altogether, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if if you are just writing content or a a blog, or if you are writing a um, you know a short article somewhere, you might you might kind of you know, work with ChatGPT uh, for maybe syntax, grammar, and structure, right? Right. Um, and, and kind of as a as, as a feedback, you know, if you have you know, it's like hey, nobody wants to talk to me, fine, ChatGPT, you know, kind of. Recruit, <laughs> review my work <laughs> right right no i think that's good
0: i mean that's i that's exactly right yeah you know, there's a lot of people you know my team they sometimes they don't want to they don't want to hear from me so maybe chat 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 tpt might be the only one that listens i don't know we'll see but um listen i, they, I this has been really really cool and i i i um where can give, let's do a shameless plug here okay where can okay. they find you and tell me tell them a, a little bit about uh your organization
1: so terrible at plugging, dude, um, <laughs> and just <Yeah>. the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, our website is fullmoondigital.com. Um That's kind of where you can learn more about uh, what we do, who we serve, uh, kind of a little bit about story of my background of how Full Moon started. It's uh, about six years ago. Um, right. And you know, if uh, anyone wants to reach out and have a conversation about anything digital, feel free to email me at Derek D E R E K at fullmoondigital Oh, that's awesome
0: well I, I can't thank you enough for doing this I think it's super cool and and um uh we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking again
1: I look forward to it there's a lot to talk about
0: yeah absolutely hey guys I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Derek Chu I think you'll find that it was pretty refreshing to hear a guy who is certainly very knowledgeable about digital marketing and marketing in general, talk about humanizing AI. I also love the fact that Derek built his business based on relationship and continues to do that. He's not trying to automate everything to the point where it becomes antiseptic. He believes in running through a wall for his community. And I think that kind of embraces the mindset that we have in our industry. And so while again, we all may be a little bit nervous about AI, I think nothing that is focused on the customer, relationships in general will never go out of style. Right? having the ability to build deep, meaningful connections, listening, that simply is the only sustainable advantage going forward. And so I was super excited and, and and it was really refreshing to hear Derek talk about that because look, AI does make me nervous, makes a lot of people nervous and you wonder what we should do. And the bottom line is we need to wrap our arms around it and, and figure out if there's, any play for it, but remember that still that human connection is critically important. So my thanks to Derek for taking some time. I, I couldn't uh, be more excited that he uh, he spent some time with us, and my thanks to America's Print Show for once again sponsoring our podcast. They are really aiming to do some wonderful things. I, I know I'm going to see you all there on Wednesday, May eighth, and Thursday, May 9th, twenty twenty four at the Huntington Convention Center of Cleveland, Ohio. Go to com to learn more. These guys are putting together a really cool event. They had their first one under their belt in August 2022, and now they're moving it more towards this intimate setting. I do know that they have signed up some significant, significant uh, exhibitors. So essentially best in class so it's uh this is not only is this going to be the best of the best in terms of exhibitors suppliers but they are going to be relentless in their pursuit of creating great conversations great presentations thought leadership bringing conversations and presentations around ai to you and um and so i think you're going to be super excited and uh That'll be, again, May 8th and May 9th, 2024, at the Huntington Convention Center of Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you, America's Print Show. Thank you, Derek Chu. Thank you for all of you listening. Can't uh, tell you how much I appreciate the opportunity to bring thoughtful content to all of you um, and uh, continue reading Canvas. Uh, Obviously, in the meantime, be the Buffalo. Take care.